Hey guys, welcome to the number 38 uh, ever episode of the Cool Sports Network. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of the Cool Sports Network. Today is the day we are going to be I am going to be giving my predictions for the 2022-23 NBA season, which does start tonight. And I'm pretty sure it's 7 o'clock Eastern between the Celtics and the Bucks, And then, of course, tonight, late night, uh, at least for Eastern time, people, uh, the Warriors and the Lakers face off. It is definitely going to be a very fun opening night. And then tomorrow, most of the NBA teams start, including my Washington Wizards, to see coverage on that. Check out Wiz Talk with Chase. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. Do subscribe, follow, share, view. Sorry I haven't posted on here in a while. We've done... A lot of coverage over on the Cool Sports Network, especially with the Ravens series, Ravens Reacts. Highly recommend checking that out. Chase's Sports News, we're doing weekly NFL Power Rankings. That article will most likely be coming out tomorrow for the Week 7 edition of the NFL Power Rankings. And then, of course, over here, we're going to be doing coverage. I'm going to try to do a Friday, on Friday, do a quick recap of the Thursday game and then preview all the games for the rest of the week. I'm going to try to do that every week. I cannot guarantee it, but that is something that we are going to try to do. But why am I wasting time? If you guys Click the links in the description if you want to hear more. And of course, as always, uh, let's get into this because we have a lot to break down. It's the NBA season for 2022-23. I'm, so, I'm super excited for it, but there are a lot of things that I have to talk about. The first thing is the standings, just for the regular season. And this includes the plan. So, like, you know how some teams change seedings because of the plan. This is including the plan. After the plan, this is what the seedings will be like. In the Eastern Conference, I think the Philadelphia 76ers take the number one seed. But the Nets is the two seed. The Bucks is the three seed. The Raptors, surprisingly, at the four seed. The Celtics as the fifth seed. Heat as the sixth seed. Seventh seed is the Cavaliers. Eighth seed, the Hawks. Ninth seed, the Bulls. Especially without Lonzo, going to be tough for them. 10, my Washington Wizards. 11th seed, New York Knicks, just out of the play-in. 12th seed, Detroit Pistons. 13th seed, Charlotte Hornets. 14th seed, Indiana Pacers. And 15th seed, the Palo, the number one overall pick, Paolo Bancaro, led Orlando Magic. In the East, I think James Harden, I think Joel Embiid's going to have an MVP caliber season. I, As always, I think James Harden is definitely going to bounce back, not only be a passer, but continuing to get his scoring numbers back up. The surprising one here is the Raptors, and you're going to hear more about them later. Uh, I do think the Cavaliers are going to finally squeak into the playoffs, and I do think the Celtics will take a big regression now without Ime Udoka for the upcoming NBA season. And in the Western Conference, I have the seeding, and most – most people have this team missing the playoffs. But as the number one seed, I have the Dallas Mavericks. As the two seed, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. The three seed is the Golden State Warriors. The fourth seed, the Phoenix Suns. The fifth seed, the Minnesota Timberwolves. The sixth seed, Denver Nuggets, who most people are saying is going to be one of the top two seeds. The Grizzlies take a huge regression. As the seventh seed, the Lakers squeak in as the eighth seed. Pelicans just miss out at the ninth seed. Trailblazers as the tenth seed. Kings at the eleventh seed. Rockets, twelfth seed. Spurs, thirteenth seed. Fourteenth seed, Oklahoma City Thunder. And the fifteenth seed, led by Colin Sexton, the Utah Jazz. I think that makes sense. Colin Sexton is not going to be able to do that much um, to lead that team. Some surprising ones. I think Luca is going to have, and I'm about to get into my awards, one of the better NBA seasons the league has ever seen. 
Like, I'm talking near 34-point triple-double, thirty near 35-point triple-double. I think he is going to go off, lead this team. I think Christian Wood is a very successful season. I think Spencer Dinwiddie bounces back after, you know, not really being having great chemistry, Um, you know, with Washington and not doing much come season time for Dallas last year. I think um, they're just going to have a great year, a surprising year. Uh, some people have the Suns actually lower than this. I just think, you know, they'll definitely get lower than they were last year. Um, but I still do think they will be a very competitive team. The Minnesota Timberwolves will be good in the regular season, but I do need to see how they will come up come postseason time. I think the Pelicans just miss out despite a great season from Zion and Brandon Ingram as well. For my awards, the NBA MVP, as I did just mention, is Luka Doncic. And it's crazy because when you see these polls, like, okay, who is going to win the NBA MVP? Over 50, sometimes over 50% of the people say Luka, but no one has the Mavericks high. But if the Mavericks win around 65 games, which I think they will, I think that's how good Luka's going to be. I think they're going to win 60-plus games. I think Luka definitely will win that award. Um, I think it will be unanimous, actually. Defensive Player of the Year. This one, I know some people have had. I was originally going to go with Giannis, but instead I am going to go with Bam Adebayo. I think he's going to have an amazing year. His block numbers haven't been as high recently, but he can get some steals, which is important, and I do think he'll average around two blocks a game. I think he's going to be one of the better defenders in the NBA, awarding him the defensive his first ever Defensive Player of the Year award. Rookie of the Year, I've gone back and forth between Paolo Bancaro, Jaden Ivey, Jabari Smith, even Keegan Murray, and I have decided to finally go with Jaden Ivey. I think he's going to have an incredible year uh, with the Detroit Pistons, and I think him and Kate Cunningham are going to gain a lot of chemistry. However, just because it's new and they haven't gained, you know, haven't totally clicked yet, I think they they won't have as much success. Most improved player, this is one of the reasons why I have the Toronto Raptors so high, and that is Scotty Barnes. And this one's tough because I'm noticing now that they're giving the award most improved to more guys that are improving from good to great. That average to good, if that makes sense. Like we saw 2020 Brandon Ingram last year, John Morant. Instead of guys that are turning from average to good, they're doing good to great. And I think Scotty Barnes, we already know, is a good player. He won Rookie of the Year last year. Just had a very successful season, averaging 15 points per game. But I think he can average 25-plus points per game, eight rebounds on good efficiency, and that will definitely get him that Most Improved Player Award. Sixth man of the year, I have Christian Wood. It does look like he is going to come off the bench. I assume for, I guess, Maxi Kleber, probably. No, probably Dwight Powell. One of those guys. I do think he's going to have a lot of success success off the bench. He will close games. I think he won't be on the bench for long, but he technically will be, and he won't start as much. So I give him the sixth man of the year award. Coach of the year, I am going to give it to Jason Kidd because, again, I think the Mavericks, as I mentioned, are going to have the 60-plus win season. But for executive of the year, I'm going to go with Mike Ganzi of the Cleveland Cavaliers, squeaking into the playoffs for the first time since LeBron James left. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to have a good season. Same with Darius Garland. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley will be a near all-star player this year. And I think he will win executive of the year. Speaking of all-stars, especially in the Eastern Conference, we'll start off there. And so, yes, there are teams. I am going to predict the captain for each conference, right? I am going to do that. And then I'm also going to say the 15 players that I think are going to make the All-Star game from each conference. So real quick, the captain for the Eastern Conference is going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think Joel Embiid's going to have the better season. Actually, it's going to be close between them, but I think Giannis is going to get the more fan votes, earning him um, the captain. So I think it's going to be an Eastern Conference him, along with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, 
Joel Embiid, James Harden, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Bradley Beal, Trey Young, and a surprising one, Cade Cunningham of the Detroit Pistons. And then the Western Conference, I didn't think it will be close between LeBron's fan votes and Luka's unanimous season, but I do think the fan votes were overwhelmingly say LeBron again, even though Luka is going to have an incredible season this year. So with LeBron James as the captain, along with him in the Western Conference is his teammate, Anthony Davis. The, I think, unanimous MVP this year, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, John Morant, Devin Booker, Nikola Jokic, his teammate Jamal Murray, Anthony Edwards, Dame Lillard, CP3, and Zion Williamson. But who cares about All-Stars? I think we care about All-NBA teams, right? Who's the best there? When you look at All-NBA teams, first team All-NBA, I think... Stephen Curry is going to have a great season with him on first team NBA, and of course at the guard spot, at the other guard spot, Luka Doncic. Forwards, I have Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo, who are both going to have amazing seasons, and Joel Embiid. At the center spot, over Nikola Jokic, who makes second-team All-NBA, alongside James Harden and Devin Booker in the backcourt, and Anthony Davis and Scotty Barnes with him in the frontcourt. And on the third-team All-NBA, I have John Morant, Anthony Edwards as the two guards, LeBron and Jason Tatum as the two forwards, and Bam Adebayo at center instead of a guy like Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert in Minnesota. When you look at all defensive teams, this one's hard to predict because, you know, you, you'll see surprising players defensively break out every single season. And this is so hard to predict. I have so much trouble doing this year after year after year. That and rookie teams will break that down as well because there's always a surprising rookie. But this doesn't have to always do with talent. It just has to do with the defensive side of the ball. So this is the best guess I got. First team all defense, Drew Holiday, Ben Simmons in the backcourt. Herb Jones and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Bam Adebayo in the front court. Yes, I do think Ben Simmons is a bounce back here and has a great defensive season with some steals and some blocks. I think Herb Jones nearly made second team all defense last year as a rookie. I think he's even going to take another step in his game this year. I'm going to break that down uh, later as well. And I do think he will make first team all defense. On second team all defense, I have Lou Jordan, Mikhail Bridges in the backcourt, Evan Mobley, and Robert Williams uh, in, as the forwards because they would qualify as forwards. And then Joel Embiid would get that second-team all-defensive spot. So, yes, Rudy Gobert, the three-time Defensive Player of the Year, who I don't think has not made it all, all, all defense. who I think has made it all-defensive team every single year for the past, like, seven years, I think will finally miss that spot. It's not that he won't be a good defender. I just think he's going to start to regress, and I think that trade for Minnesota is going to end up hurting with all those picks more than they, more than they think now. On the all-rookie teams, I am going to go with a pretty obvious first team, and that is Paolo Bancaro, Jabari Smith, Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, and Benedict Matherin. I mean, these are basically the top five picks with Trent Holmgren out. So I know it's boring, but then on second team, all-rookie, I have Shaden Sharp. Oche, Ashbaji, and Utah going to get a lot of opportunities. Jalen Duran as well is going to connect well with Jaden Ivey. Jeremy Sohan, the Spurs always just have good rookies, going to have an amazing defensive year. And surprisingly, Jaden Hardy, yes, I think he is going to score a lot and put him on second team all rookie. I was thinking about putting him on first team all rookie, but I don't feel confident in taking any of those five guys out and putting them on the second team. So I will keep Jaden Hardy on that second team. For the stat leaders, points per game, Luka Doncic, what's new? I think he's going to average 33-plus points per game. Re- maybe not 33-plus, but I think he will lead the league in scoring this year with thir- at least 30, 31-plus points per game. N- rebounds per game, I do have Nikola Jokic. Surprising, right? I know. He has been getting more and more rebounds over the years as um, he continues to get even better and better. I don't think he'll win MVP this year, but he will get the rebounds trophy. 
or the rebounding trophy, I should say. Assist per game. I think Trey Young will take a backseat on assists per game, so I don't I don't consider him a candidate because uh, I do think he will score more. But that is because the guy who's going to lead the league in assists per game is Dejounte Murray. He led the league in steals last year. I think he's going to lead the league in assists this year because he has Clint Capella as a lot threat. Something he didn't have a lot threat in San Antonio. He has John Collins, an athletic wing that could drive to the paint, just a better version of Kelvin Johnson. And then he has one of the better scores in the NBA, Trey Young, alongside him. I think he's going to have a lot of fun passing to those different teammates to give him that spot. Steals per game, yes, here it is, Herb Jones. I'm telling you, Herb Jones is going to have an amazing defensive year this year for the New Orleans Pelicans. Blocks per game, Bam Adebayo, my defensive player of the year. Field goal percentage, I do have Jared Allen. He's a guy that doesn't really shoot from three. I think he's a tall guy, long wingspan. I'm going to lead the league in field goal percentage. Three-point percentage off the bench. Cameron Johnson for the Phoenix Suns. Well, maybe not off the bench. Depends if Jay, anything happens with Jay Crowder. But he, no matter if he's on the bench or starting, no matter what, I think he is going to lead the league in three-point percentage. And free throw percentage, yeah, I'm going to go with Desmond Bain. He's been a pretty good free throw shooter throughout his career, and I think he's going to take even an extra step in that category. P.E.R., this is tough because usually they like to favor bigs like Giannis Jokic and Beat have been in the top the past few years. I think Luka's going to be so good this year that – the bigs aren't even going to matter. So I am going to have Luka Doncic with a close runner-up being Joel Embiid. But who cares about the regular season when you have the postseason? In the Eastern Conference, I will go over every single series because of my seeding in the regular season and then how it will turn out. So in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, I do have the Philadelphia, the number one seeded Philadelphia 76ers getting revenge on the eight seeded Atlanta Hawks in a five game series. I do have the Brooklyn Nets beating the seventh seeded Cavaliers in a six game series. I have Milwaukee Bucks. These teams always seem to have a close series. The six seed Miami Heat, third seed Milwaukee Bucks in a tight series. Bucks taking seven. And also in the first round, Raptors. And Celtics, I think the four-seeded Raptors, five-seeded Celtics, I think the Raptors sweep them, and the Celtics need to go back to the drawing board, and hopefully Udoka will be back at that point for them because I think they're going to have a lot of trouble without him. In the second round of the Eastern Conference, I have the number one-seeded Philadelphia 76ers now losing if the Raptors get revenge from last year's playoffs and win in seven games. Over on the other matchup, the matchup that everyone cares about, the rematch from last year, and with the same seeding, the Bucks and the Nets, but this time I think the Bucks. Take it or this time again. I think the Bucks take it in seven, and the Nets have another heartbreak. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, a rematch from the 2019 Eastern Conference Finals, except now with a different star in Toronto. Instead of Kawhi Leonard versus Giannis Antetokounmpo, it's Scotty Barnes versus Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I do think Scotty Barnes and the Toronto Raptors take that in six games to put the fourth seed in Toronto Raptors into the NBA Finals. Who will they be facing? Well, let's go over to the Western Conference. The number one seeded 60-plus win Dallas Mavericks are going not only to be the fifth team to ever lose to the eighth seed, but get swept by the eighth-seeded Los Angeles Lakers and I think what will be considered one of the craziest upsets in NBA history. I think the number two-seeded Los Angeles Clippers beat Easily beat the Grizzlies in a five-game series. I think in the three in the same three-six matchup as last year between the Warriors and the Nuggets, same seeding. Warriors three, Nuggets six. This time though, with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., the Nuggets bounce back and win in the six-game series. And then the final matchup of the first round, the fourth-seeded Phoenix Suns and the fi- fifth-seeded Minnesota Timberwolves. The Suns take that in six. 
In the second round, I have the matchup of LA, the number two seeded Los Angeles Clippers against the number eight seeded Los Angeles Lakers. I think this will be a season for the ages. I can see a couple games going to overtime. In LA for all seven games, I do think the Clippers do take it though. And between the Suns and the Nuggets, another great series. Devin Booker versus Jamal Murray with the guards. You have an MVP kind of caliber player like Nikola Jokic. However, I think in another seven-game series, the Suns do take it over the Nuggets. And in the Western Conference Finals, a rematch of the 2021 Western Conference Finals between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. And this time, it's continuing that the Phoenix Suns. We'll take that matchup, even if Kawhi is healthy, unlike the other one. So how funny is that? Rematches, the two teams, the Final Four will be a rematch of the 2019 Eastern Conference Finals and a rematch of the 2021 Western Conference Finals. So that means in the NBA Finals, as I know everyone would expect, I'm saying that sarcastically, LOL, um, I think it's going to be the four-seeded Phoenix Suns and the four-seeded Toronto Raptors. I think the Suns will have a better overall record, so they do have the home court advantage. However, they finish it off in a six-game series in Toronto as Scotty Barnes in his second year, kind of like Luka kind of guy breaks out in a second year can't quite get it done as with all the drama with DeAndre Ayton saying he hasn't talked to Monty Williams in since that game seven with um, the DeAndre Ayton contract thing going crazy you know with the Jay Crowder trade with the Suns being a meme in the Western Conference in the Western Conference semis and the Phoenix Suns losing to an overseas team I think in a preseason game, by the way, I think all everyone is just going to have to shut up about the Phoenix Suns. As I think Chris Paul gets his first ever NBA championship with Devin Booker as the finals MVP. It's here, people. It is NBA season. Can you believe it's here? I feel like I was just sitting here talking about the Warriors-Celtics series in my own statistical thing. If you guys don't remember that, you can check that out. But I created my own statistical um, database, if you want to call it that. And I basically used that statistical database. Again, it's not like a database, but I guess I'll call it that for now. System, I should say. Uh, statistical system that I used, and I said the Celtics would beat the Warriors. That seems like yesterday. It's been months ago now. It's a new NBA season, new teams. Fun fact for you, the team that has made the – the team that has won the NBA Finals has not made it back to the even the conference finals since 2019. Just something interesting. And I don't know this. I think the runner-up as well, though, if I'm thinking about this correctly, it is the exact same thing for the runner-up. Yeah, that is correct. Since 2020, the runner-up has not made it, which is interesting. So I don't think the Warriors will make the conference finals, nor will the Celtics. In fact, they'll both get eliminated in the first round this year. But that means a new year, new teams, MVP Luka, near MVP Embiid, and the Phoenix Suns in a fourth in the fourth seed and fourth seed matchup take down the Scotty Barnes led Toronto Raptors. It's 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 going to be a great NBA season. People, tell me what you think of my crazy predictions, especially that finals prediction. I don't think anyone else had that. Hope you guys do enjoy the games are tonight. Real quick, I do think that the first basket of the season is going to be a Chris Middleton three pointer on the left corner. If you're watching the game or wherever that, yeah, on the left corner or right corner, wherever they're going, actually. Left corner. I'm going to say left corner three, um, bang, 
for if I'm gonna uh, shout out Mike Breen, and I think the Bucks get the, the get the season started against the Boston Celtics and win. And then tonight, I do think that the Golden State Warriors, after signing Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins to these questionable contracts over Draymond Green, I do think the Los Angeles Lakers have a close game with them, but the defending champion Golden State Warriors do take that one. But that's just two games of an incredible NBA season. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Hope you enjoyed the NBA season. If you do subscribe, if you did enjoy this episode, subscribe, follow, share, view, and you don't want to miss any NFL, NBA, MLB, or NHL content over here. And on Chase Sports News, Cool Sports Newsletter, Wish Talk with Chase, all in the description. Hope you guys did enjoy this. If you do subscribe, follow, share, view, of course, as always, I will see you next time. We out.